Nailor Beauty School was just the beginning, right? What on earth do you do now? Welcome to the Salon Success Podcast with Monaco Nail Academy. Our topics stretch beyond nails and into all things salon related, business, marketing, and social media, and at very least hits you with real honest stories about our experiences. This isn't school, this is real life, real business, and really freaking hard work. The Salon Success Podcast is recorded live on Mondays at 5 p.m. New Zealand time, via facebook.com forward slash Monaco Nail Academy and available on Spotify and Google playlists. Before we get started, wherever you are, thumbs up, tag a friend in the comments or hit that share button and support small business. Hello, everybody. So today, me and Penny are here in the training room and we have decided to have a little bit of a discussion on our competition free zones so this is something that a few people have brought up in the past that's something that they wanted to talk about and um, I find it an interesting topic so we've come up with a few little um, sub things that we can talk about um, and so we're going to bring them up we would love to hear you hey Nicole we would love to see you in the comments below asking any questions or giving if us you're watching live if you're watching <laughs> live um, so yeah, let's move into our first question. So we're just going to um, sort of define what a competition-free zone is. So how do you, Penny, um, define a competition-free zone? Um, the competition-free zone for me stems from a very strong belief that competition is non-existent. There's no such thing as, as competition. Um, and part of that probably stems from men not liking competition. It makes yeah. me really, really uncomfortable, mm -hmm. um, especially because I think as kids, tangentially, um, your first experience with competition is sport, and that's that's not a me thing. So or siblings. <laughs> me and my sister weren't competitive. We just were awful to each other, but we didn't ever compete. But at, at school, sports, I'd That's lose true. everything yeah. because Same. I'm not sporting. Yeah. So it just, made me, <laughs> it just made me uncomfortable from the start. And, and I quickly realized when I first went full-time with nails that anything related to competing or competitors also made me uncomfortable. So the competition-free zone kind of started because, like, like a rebellion, like, yeah. I don't like competition, so I'm going to pretend it doesn't exist. But the thing is, when you pretend it doesn't exist, you realize that it actually really doesn't. Like, yeah. you there's, there's no need for it. Like, even um, if you take two things that are really, really similar and you think, how can they possibly not be competitors like McDonald's and Burger King? You've still got vibe. You've still got flavor. You've still got yeah. quality. Like, there's still heaps of differences. Like so, we were talking about, like, two weeks ago, you've got, like McDonald's is dependable, yeah. whereas Burger King for me is the taste. They've yeah. got more of the barbecue-y taste. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. They are. They are completely different. So yeah. the competition-free zone for me is just a way to promote, like, that you are friendly, that you also believe the same thing, that you're not intimidated by other people and therefore other people can approach you and you're happy to engage with other people who some might consider competitors but I just think the more allies you have in the industry the better so the competition free yeah. zone for us is just an indication that 
we don't give a shit. Just be nice to people. Like, I don't care if people stalk my page, like my stuff, ask me questions. I, I, I know some people believe quite fiercely not to give away the recipes for their custom colors, stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I know some why? people like, wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, and, and it's fine. There's, I, there are people that I know who guard their recipes who I respect and I'm friends with. So I'm not saying that makes someone, like it doesn't make someone ridiculous, but my personal belief is just I'm not losing money by telling you that it was two parts Tristan, one part bride. But that could be part of that. And the reason they may not share could be part of their, the way they pride themselves in their business. While like one of their key words is original. Yeah. Like you're going to walk out here and nobody's going to have your manicure. And so therefore they wouldn't tell us their recipes. Yeah. Whereas other people like to them, like for me, if somebody does me a favor by telling me something, I tend to tell people that I've been inspired by that person. Like yeah, I've done this because I'm inspired the by this person. thing to do. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it was interesting what you said before about kids sports. Cause I actually think up until the age of about 10, hi Holly. Um, School sports isn't competitive. But, but you lost, right? I was average. I'm basically average. Okay, no, so I, I lost. School sports is definitely competitive if you lose every time. Okay. Because if you're... See, yeah. Cause, yeah. Because Hayden's, like, really competitive. I'm really competitive. That's your husband, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really competitive if five minutes in I think I can win this. Then I go whole hog and I want to win whereas if I go in at like an average level and I'm pretty sure I've got no chance of winning I just give up completely <laughs> but my husband is like super competitive and says things to um my kids like well what was the score whereas a lot of their school sports they don't have scores and I'm just like oh yeah I understand why they don't have that like where they're just learning the skills and learning um, they're all friendly games, whereas Hayden, like, well, what was the score? Well, you won then. And I'm like, no, we're trying to teach you. <laughs> like, I'm motivated by the idea of winning, definitely. Like, if Same. I was good at sport, then, see, team sports would be different. If I was good at team sport, then the score would motivate me to do better. But all I'm thinking of is, like, cross-country, swimming sports, all the things where I'd come last. I and definitely I came like, last oh, in cross-country. Cool. Everyone's watching me. This is great. Yeah. It's just it's just a silly thing where no, I, but I think I just, a lot of people feel the same. I just don't like competition. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. To, to I mean, stress about what other people are doing. I think there are a lot of kids on the timid side of competition, like and nail um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm quite timid. Um, Okay, so let's give some examples. So what are some examples of negative behavior and positive behavior? Like, do you have any stories to share with us? I know you've always got stories. I've always got stories. And, and we'd love, if you are watching live on the Facebook Live, then we'd love you to jump in and give us some examples. Let's start with the negatives so that we can move on to the positives and, mm -hmm. like, keep that the majority of what we talk about. But if you have examples of negative competitive behavior don't name drop but no. but tell us what your experience was and how it affected you in the comments for me like i 
I think negative competitive behavior started, um, well, the way it affected me negatively started from clients, not from actual competitors. So okay, whenever my clients would see someone new pop up, they'd be like, oh, are you worried? Like, did you see this? What's going on? Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, and and I just... And you're like, chill, thanks. Well, it, but down. it did stress me out because I was quite new. So I was new. I was trying to pay my, my bills. I had, like, my rent relied on on doing well. Yeah. And also just you want to do well as well. Yeah. Um, but so I know... Um, Especially when you're starting, like, your reputation is sort of teetering. Yeah. And... So, like, I feel like people pay lots more attention when you're just starting because they're like, oh, someone new. Let's check this out. And if you don't sort of establish your reputation like, there, I think yeah. I told this little story last week, actually. But when I first started teaching nails, my clients like would come in and be like, oh, how was your day? And I'd say, oh, I am actually taught a nail art class today and I've just started clients. You're the first one. And I had a few people go, ah, oh, but if you're teaching, aren't you worried that they'll take your clients? And I said, oh, yeah, well, you did share that. Yeah. are you going to go to them? And they yeah. were like, no. And I'm like, well, why would anyone else? Like, And for me, it was just like I'm I'm teaching the I'm, I'm teaching someone new how to do something. They're not going to be equal to me at the end of the day. And if they are equal to me at the end of the day, what I said last time was, good on them and they bloody yeah. well deserve my clients if they can be as good as I am at the end of one class then take them you earned it yeah hi Amanda <laughs> um do you have any I've got a couple of others but do you have any examples um, of like negative competitive behavior that you've come across or heard of can you tell your stories because sometimes I take a while to think <laughs> of examples my I can't only other one that I can one. think of that is like what I think other people would tell me was why they don't like competitors, why they don't believe in the competition free zone was um, someone who stole a photo of, of mine and used it on their social media. And the thing is, I don't watermark. I quite strictly uh, yeah. don't watermark. Why? Well, because, well, because of this, because of this incident. So the, the time that it was that my work was stolen I did watermark. I watermarked everything that went on Facebook. Instagram didn't exist yet. I I put it on Pinterest, though, back in the day. But all of that was watermarked. The image that was stolen was actually on our website. And so I don't have watermarked images all over the website. I want it to look a bit cleaner. Yeah. And then I was scrolling through Facebook, and here's a salon who I knew of. I think they had come to a couple of classes I had run, but this was when our salon was still our full-time job. And... um. And I was scrolling through and there was my work on their Facebook page. And I went, hold on a dang minute. Like it was very definitely mine, like no mistaking. Um, and so I actually rang them and said like, hey, it's Penny from Monaco. And they were like, oh, hey, how are you? Like super chatty. <laughs> and I said, um, that's always awkward. <laughs> I was just wondering um, if you'd prefer to take the photo of mine that you used on your Facebook down or credit me, or if you'd prefer that I jump in and credit myself and just sort of <laughs> passive-aggressively yeah. offered to, to what's it, like, um, 
what's the word? It's you know, very passag, like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but offered to kind of um, blow Say, either cover. you fix it or... You fix it or I will. I will. Um, and she went, oh, oh, sorry, it must have been one of my staff members, but, like, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But then she did take it down, so that's fine. But I think, like, so at that point... Um, or sometime after I stopped watermarking my photos because I like the look of a photo that's not watermarked. I think a lot of people now are doing really nice, small, dainty, classy watermarks and they look much nicer, like the curve around the cuticle or a little line next to the finger. That that does actually look quite nice. But back when I was doing it, there weren't the same apps and like yeah. I was just... Um, putting our logo over the top. See, I was I really, really interested like to hear why because I was just like, I'd love to not do that step. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> okay so yeah, here's the on. thing. So I have that one photo that got stolen and nothing happened. And then one other time I searched for some nail art and on the first page of Google, one of my pictures came up and I thought, oh, that's so cool. And I clicked on it and it wasn't our website. It was some other random website in a totally different country um, who, like, who cares? Like, are they going to steal my clients? No. And so yeah, in yeah. 11 years, that's my two experiences with having stuff stolen. I'm sure it's happened other times. But guess what? I still have food on my table. And I just don't care enough, to be honest. Like, it's too and much And it would effort. be so hard to track if that one photo stopped you from getting a client. It would be so hard to know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think if that had actually people happened. watermarking photos... Okay, there's the positive side where when you watermark a photo, if someone does borrow it, then you, people can find you again. I see, totally that's for me, see that yeah. benefit. I've never really thought about somebody stealing my photo. It's more I would love people to take my photos, but because it's got my watermark on it, yeah, it just gives want, my site traffic. Yeah, yeah. and and I, I get that part, but I'm very – I'm not lazy. I'm like – it doesn't I, make I'm a efficient. difference. Like, I'm efficient. Yeah. Like, I'm going to pick my battles. I'm going to do the things that are going to make the most um, difference. My business coach calls it, like, making sure you're doing the rocks. So you know that analogy where you yeah. fill the glass with rocks, then pebbles, then sand? Then water. She's like, yes. Yeah. She says, do the rocks. Don't worry about anything else. Just do the rocks. And if you get spare time cool. later on, do other stuff. So it's actually on my daily to-do list to make sure that what I've got planned for the day is rocks only. And then she checks in once a week and is like, okay, how did your rocks go? So for me, watermarking cool. is pebbles. I don't – it doesn't make enough of a difference. I'm not – if someone's sharing my photo, they tend right to be now. also tagging you in. And – and social media is so broad that the people sharing my photo are probably in a different city or a different country, or they're sharing it to their own page and so the clients are theirs. Like, and if they're in a different country, they're not going to come to your page and then become your client. Yeah. And, and like, with that one person that did steal my photo, well, okay, if they go to her and ask for that, she can't do it. Or she would have done it and not had to steal my photo. So or she would have done it. it and then that client would have been like, hey, that's not like the photo. Yeah. Or she might not have even had the right colors. Yeah. Yeah. So True. I just don't care. I'm just, that's something that I choose to be lazy about. I don't, I can't be bothered watermarking. That's actually quite a positive spin on a negative story. That's True. Awesome. I broke the rules. No, it's good. No. Um, I have another one, yep. another story. It's a positive one though. Sorry to disappoint you. Um, so this is not my story. This is two of my a student and 
a customer. So one of my first ever students who did beginner training with me moved to um, an area where a, a small town. I'm trying not to like give away who it is. So was it me? They, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No. I'm just kidding. You said you. it was one of your first. It was. She was, <laughs> and I was not one of your first. Fourth or fifth student ever, and we're up to maybe 200 or 250 now. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, she moved to a small town. There was one other cell on there. She had just fully kitted out with the brand that we sell, Artistic Color Gloss. And then this other cell on put a sign outside their shop like three days later saying they were now stocking Artistic Color Gloss. And student A was messaging me in a panic, like, do you think they've seen? Like, what are they doing? And first of all, no one's going to restock their entire salon just because of you. Like, that's not a thing. But I just said to her, what are you worried about? Like, if she has the same thing, you guys are still going to be different. You're still going to have different pros and cons. But also, maybe, like, and so the thing is as well in this situation, I actually knew salon B really well. Um, and I knew she was lovely. I knew she wouldn't have done anything yeah. like malicious. So I said to student A, honestly, just actually call her and ask if she wants to go for a cup of tea. Because then if one of you is ever sick, then you can cover the other's clients or like, you know, you need to My borrow goodness, a base so coat like you should do, yeah. you know, go and get a cup of sugar in base coat form. And so student A actually did call salon B and they did go for a cup of tea and when one of them moved out of the small town a couple of years later she gave the other one her entire client base for nothing because they'd become allies and friends I have a positive and a negative story now okay should we have a look at Holly's comment here first so we should. Holly has said as a consumer if I went to a salon and it was a picture I'd seen assuming it was their work that made me go there then you go and get much less than the photo advertised then that would be pretty great yeah. and I totally agree with that like that's but that's why it's not what that's why I'm not it's really like seeing the Big Mac photo it. and then getting the real Big Mac it's like hey yeah that's not what you said <laughs> I was getting you still get the big mac. You still go back to McDonald's again. <laughs> okay, what's your negative story? Um, so my negative story is, and the thing is, is like I'm totally over it, and I'm not going to name drop, but like, like I'm in a small town too, um, and I have a high anxiety, like, um, like medicated anxiety and um I find it really hard to put myself out there like like anybody it's hard to put yourself out there but I put myself out there and I approached a business and asked her if she would like me because I knew that her um rooms were free on a certain day and so I went to her and I asked her if she would be happy for me to come in on that free day so that she was getting some rent made up um and I knew that I had services that she didn't offer so she was a beautician and did gel polishes but she couldn't do acrylics so I knew that she would be interested because she shared the space with another lady doing some different beauty therapy treatments um and we got right to the end and it was all fine and I was about to sort of do like a an informal contract with her and then she said to me just so you know I don't want you doing gel polishes and I was just like well that's like half of what you do that's what I do and um and I guess like your story it did end up positive because I was able to tell her that like I'm really glad that you let me get this far and I'm really glad and I understand that this is your business and that your main service is gel polish 
um, I guess I didn't really think it through that you might not want me to do gel polish. And so I didn't go through with the contract and I didn't end up working for her. But at the time, to me, it was so hard for me to um, to get over, like, why would she not let me do my services? And for her, it was just a miscommunication. She thought, oh, great, she does acrylics, so that's an extra service I can add to my books, and I'll just give all my acrylic ladies to Jessie, whereas I was going in thinking, no, I'm going to start my business and people will come to me. And on her end, it's probably insecurity, which is, uh, we all have that. She, the only reason she would have not let you do gel polish is because she thought there was a chance that you'd be better than her and people would go to you and not her. Yeah. And in my head, I was just like, well, I charge more than you for gel polishes, so I highly doubt they're going to come to me <laughs> over you if they've already been coming to you. And so then it got to the point where I, we were going to have to draw up a quite a detailed contract specifying how I was allowed to find my clients to bring them into her space and I was just like no I'm just I just need my own space um another I guess hard thing for me was same town small um then I started looking for my own spaces in town and I found a space that I thought oh it would work so well but it's just a little bit too big for just me um, and so my next thing was I was going to approach this lady in this other room and be like, hey, do you actually want to move? No, the same lady. Oh, yeah. Would you be interested in moving to a bigger space and us having our own separate businesses? Um, blah, blah, blah. What happened is I didn't act on it. And then somebody else moved into that space with a beautician on the side um, and it was actually somebody who trained and didn't gain their qualification. And so for me, I was just like, ah, like that's where I wanted to go. And somebody else was like living my dream and that was hard for me. And it wasn't like that person was involved. So when I'm talking about competition-free zone, like sometimes it's your attitude. Sometimes the other person has no idea and you're the one that needs to rein in your attitude and so the only person I talked to about it, apart from on this podcast for the entire world to see, was my <laughs> husband. And I just said, look, I think it's just jealousy. And I think that sometimes jealousy is ugly. And so I kind of, that was a positive experience for me because then I needed, then I realized that what I needed to focus on was what can I bring to my business that is different to hers? Because she just seemed like she was me. And I was just like, she's like literally like living the life I wanted to live. And like, what am I going to do now? And so I was just like, let's focus on things that I can do. I'm a fully trained nail tech, so I can offer acrylics. I'm a fully trained nail tech, so I can offer professional only products. And so I think we need to differentiate between healthy competition and jealousy which is ugly and to yeah. me when we talk about competition free zone it's not that we're not trying to better ourselves and we're not looking at how we can improve ourselves judged on other people's business it's whether we let jealousy come into it because that's ugly yeah yeah definitely so you, I think you had another positive story, didn't you? Or do you want to? I on? I have another story, um, but it kind of 
ties in more with our next little subtopic. So the, the thing that we were going to seg into next is what the pros and cons are of embracing the competition-free zone. Um, because it can be – it's a scary jump. I'm interested to hear this because when I think competition-free zone, I'm like, well, what are the cons? So I'm like, I'm really interested to hear what you're going to say. Well, I think I kind of agree with you, though. In terms of the pros and cons, what are the cons of embracing it? Really, it's just that you open yourself up to being let down by people, which is always scary. Because if you embrace the competition-free zone and you decide, no, bugger it, I'm going to just be kind to everybody, I'm going to open myself up to everybody, you do open yourself up to people who aren't, who, aren't, who, or who are that. pretending in order to take advantage of you and things like that. And that those people are out there. But honestly, they're so few and far between in terms of what I've come across that I it doesn't impact me. Like, it, it impacts you in the moment. But I think in high school, someone said to me a good way when you're stressed about something is to think, um, will it matter tomorrow? Will it matter next week? Will it matter in a month? Will it matter in a year? And, like, that helps you put into perspective how big of a deal a, a thing is and nothing that I have ever dealt with that was a negative competitive experience is still bothering me right now so so although you do put yourself out there to be let down by people which is being vulnerable which is hard to do I'm learning to do that in my personal life and it's hard to be vulnerable because you're like opening yourself up for hurt and yeah. But the thing is that it, nothing that can happen as a result of this can lead to like your salon shutting down or yeah. you being seen as a bad person or anything like that. Like I know of a story only through Chinese whispers like or hearsay of someone whose staff member stole their entire client base and then opened up another salon and contacted every, like they, they downloaded oh. the client base off the computer system before they left and they That's stole a, like about half the clients went with her and they took it to court and blah 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 yeah, blah I was blah, say it, that you can yeah yeah it ended very very badly but the thing is that wasn't competition that was someone who was a staff member and that's the only truly prob like actually negative thing that I've heard of someone experiencing where it where it negatively impacted their business and their mental health. And it wasn't competition because competition, you're being different from someone else. Mm. So I really think that there's only really pros. And for this, I do have a story. And if any of you have done the How to Set Your Prices module that Rochelle talks about every single podcast episode. Um, I've got our, it. I've, and like I'm only just diving into it and <laughs> well, you can get it from monaco.ac.nz but yeah. if what I was saying though is if you have this you have heard the story so bear with me for a second um but it is um it's about how I dealt with Leah Light so most of you will know who Leah Light is I'm sure um but she is a really well-known nail tech here in New Zealand and she started out just by herself from home like heaps of us did and she now has a chain of salons with staff and she does um, celebrity stuff and that sort of thing and I had had a break to travel and Leah had had a break to do to to raise her children 
and we came back into the industry like full time, like right diving in roughly around the same time. Um, and so both of us got put on a lot of like top five salons in Auckland kind of lists. Like we would get mentioned in the same sentence along with other salons, not just us, but we would often be mentioned together and we'd met each other a couple of times and, and been like got on absolutely fine. But because she was making a splash and doing things like Katy Perry's nails and Taylor Swift's nails and stuff like that, and people were really talking about her because one thing Leah is incredible at is PR. Like that's she has just a huge unbelievable natural yeah. talent that she has. But the thing is that our our following started about the same time, so Leah's got like hundreds of thousands of people watching her every move, and that's just not the way that I've gone. But it meant that because we started around the same time, people compared, like my clients compared us a lot. And this was definitely a case of people coming in and, and going like, oh, are you worried about Leah? Are you worried about this? You And and it was genuinely something that other people put into my head was that I should be yeah, worried about Leah sucks. because she was doing so well that that meant to them that it was going to take away from what I was, was doing. And I was too, yeah. it, especially now, but at the time there was a lot more comparison because we were both okay, from yeah. home. Um, I had a shopping channel contract. She was doing her celebrities. Like there was enough comparison for people to jump to like yeah. the same thing. But the thing is Leah and I have never, ever had the same goals ever. And, and I only knew nice things about her. Like I'd met her a couple of times. But people kept putting into my head that her success was something that should worry me. And it got to the point where when I was scrolling through, and I've told her this story as well, and she's like, holy shit, I did not know that was like, we were both unaware of it, you know what I mean? Um, it just wasn't an issue until people made it an issue for me, and then I let it get in my that head. Sucks. So I would be scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and see a post of hers and get instant anxiety, instant tight chest, all of that. I'm because with a few situations, yeah, yeah, instant anxiety because I saw a post from her, and it would and like she would go, I'm doing this amazing thing and I would feel sick and she's doing this amazing thing and I would feel sick because I, I don't know, maybe I felt like I had to keep up with her or something, but the thing is you can't keep up with someone who's on a different path. You're never going to be able to keep, like you can't be on a totally different road to someone else and keep up. That's not a thing. So what I ended up doing. And if, and, and not, you don't have to just keep up if you have to overtake them. Yes. Yeah, and so that's how <laughs> what I ended up doing was blocking her on all social media, not in like there was no fight. It wasn't about Leah. It was about my own mental health. I didn't want to see her because it was giving me anxiety. And so I blocked her on Instagram and Facebook um, and didn't see what she did for about three months. And then three or four months later, a client came in, we're just chatting away. And I think she brought in an inspiration picture from Leah and I had to look it up or something like that. Somehow, can't remember quite, but somehow it came up to, into the conversation that she had a new salon opening and I immediately panicked. But then I looked at her um, profile to see like, should I be panicking? And like she'd announced it ages ago. And in that time, like a few weeks ago, and in that time, if I scrolled back, she'd also announced so many other big things that would have given me anxiety, but I hadn't seen them. And guess what? 
I was still putting food on my table. And, your and I was, was really happy. My guns. business was still growing. Nothing bad had happened as a result of Leah having success. And so, like, that afternoon, I unblocked it all and I scrolled through and I liked stuff. And I was like, actually, this is really cool. Like, yeah. she's doing really cool stuff. And it was such a massive weight off my shoulders, such a huge relief to realize that her success that I hadn't really worried about to start with. And it annoys me that other people got in my head that much. Yeah. But her success did not impact me at all. Not in the slightest, like zero, zero percent. Um, and that was just really freeing to realize that if Leah, who's incredibly successful, is not impacting my business, then everyone between her and I and in every other direction is also not impacting my business. It's only what I do that's impacting my business. Like if I have a shit day, that's going to negatively impact my business. If I change to a brand that isn't very good, that might negatively impact my business. If I get really lazy and start doing nails in my pajamas, that might negatively impact my business. But whatever other people are doing, should we try it though? A I mean, I would. <laughs> it's not making a difference though. And at that point yeah. I realized that actually Leah could open a salon next door to me and I would still make money because it's every aspect of what we consider competition is is but different and variable you're also on a completely different track to her now like yeah. you are in the education and you have extremely loyal clients in your panty lola nail artist um business and so i feel like you're on a completely different track and recently leah has stopped offering education and sends people penny's way but the thing is, though, that even when, like, so if Leah and I have nail clients, totally different. When we have stock we sell, totally different. When we do education, totally different. Our goals are different in each area. The way we do it is different. Um, and and her and I can just get on mm. and, you know, be friendly with each other. And, like, we get on really well. We're chatted on the phone before like if like if I call her to ask a, a question we'll then chat for like half an hour and it's lovely yeah. and none of that negatively impacts what That's I'm doing. That's funny because um, just as naturally as women we compare ourselves. Yep. Comparison is the comparison is the thief of joy I think um, like it's just negative. Comparison is always going to end up negatively and I just think that um, like in my church, there have been many different councils and lots of people have come out and said, we're going to encourage you to take a 10-day fast from social media. And I've always been like, oh, but that doesn't apply to me. Like I don't need to do that. There's nothing wrong with what I'm doing or what I'm looking at. And I think what, like what you were saying, how you had to just like, eliminate that from your life because the anxiety it's the it, it wasn't it was making a negative impact there was nothing positive that could have come from you com continually compa comparing yourself yeah and so to me i'm just like oh maybe i should like the listen. dumb thing is it wasn't even comparing myself like uh dime for dime because most of the things that she was doing it was you I didn't not focusing on your like, road yeah when she and by the way i just was looking up her um to make sure i could get them right her handles so leah's personal instagram is leah light nz and then her salon um is her salons are leah light studios 
so you can if you don't she's already recently follow her, changed because she um, does yeah if you don't already stuff, follow yeah. her then you should and you can see all the amazing things that she does but it wasn't even comparison because when she opened a salon a big commercial salon with staff and stuff I didn't bloody want one of those so why was I feeling bad that she was doing that or like when she's done celebrity work sometimes I I know that she's had to have a couple of full days clear in her schedule because she's waiting for that call to take that celebrity client and I don't want to do that like well, a lot of the things that I was feeling anxious about it's because someone else put in my head that I yeah. should not because I actually wanted what Leah had and what she has now I don't want a chain of salons the same way like um when other people I don't know like someone else um launched a, a brand of polish and someone was like oh, are you gonna do that and I was like no I don't I don't want to do these things no that's not a direction I want to go in yeah just, yeah and and you've already started on the back foot because somebody else is doing it like why not be different like make yeah. your own mode the whole thing is just, I don't know, maybe not for everyone, but for me, incredibly uncomfortable. And I'm so much better off for, A, focusing on my own stuff. Like, what's that thing? Um, I, I'm too busy watering my own grass to notice if yours is greener. Yeah. Like, I'm way too focused on that. And then, so focusing on that has been better for me and also being kind to people. So much more goodness has come from being kind to Leah than ever came from blocking her. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, Which, yeah. And, and I can't stress enough, the blocking wasn't personal. She didn't know I blocked her. I, like, we didn't, it just. It was it recognizing was a, the anxiety it, that it was. It was a detox, yeah. a social media detox, like you were saying, just specific to her account. And, okay, I don't regret it because I learned this really valuable lesson from doing it and getting the the lack of repercussion. Um, but so much more has come from being kind to people, not just Leah, but just in general. Yeah. Just being kind. Um, oh, well, like going back to what you said before, like saying to that lady in the small town, like why not ask the person to go for a cup of tea and maybe you can like help each other. Yeah. Like, and then they end up giving the, the clientele. And like that's often what I've thought about this nail space that I wanted to use that somebody went in and did exactly what I was too slow and scared to do. Um, when I sort of like, had that talk to my husband and I was just like, oh, it's just really hard to like watch somebody else like live your dream and because you were not, you were stupid enough not to do it. But then the very next thing I thought was, well, what happens if she wants to go on holiday for a month? Like I should go, like I like the product she's using. Maybe I should go and get her to give me a mani so I know if I, that's a product I want to use. Um, and that's a good way of introducing myself. Like, they don't offer acrylics either. Maybe me going, they'll be like, hey, we've been looking for somebody um, as a second nail tech and they'll let me do gel polishes as well. And so nothing bad can come from just being kind and just asking. But I feel like lots of bad can come from being negative and like I actually personally don't like competitiveness in other people. I don't like it when I'm in an appointment Sorry, we've been filing acrylics all day and I, like, can't Girl, breathe. <laughs> um, I don't enjoy having my hair cut and have the people in the salon talking about other salons and how crap they are. Oh, no. um, I mean, we talk about um, educating our clients on what they should be looking out for, but I ne have never personally slagged off a salon. Um, I just use what I know to show them why 
I'm a great salon. Um, so, but I just feel like nothing good comes from being negative, putting other people down, um, jealousy, and like what you were saying, you just weren't concentrating on your own road. You need to concentrate on your own road because you and Leah have ended up being on two completely different roads and you're and, both awesome in the roads that you've gone down. And the thing is as well, it doesn't have to be me and Leah. It can be me and any other nail tech yeah. that that was around when I first started because not a single person that was around when I went full-time seven years ago is doing the exact same thing as I am doing right now. So even if what we were doing looked similar, like no one, even a couple of years later, was still doing the, like, had followed the exact same path as I am. The more time that goes by, the more different you become from everyone yeah. else around you. And this is what I have never understood uh, alongside Penny. I don't understand competition too much apart from some of the examples I've shared. It was <laughs> in the fact that, like, you live in completely different towns. Do you know how many people are in, like, each suburb of Auckland? Like, yeah. you live 10 minutes down the road, which means between her salon and your salon, there are, like, X amount of people. And you're always going to find people that want their nails done. You yep. don't need the people that want their nails done by her to come to you to make you feel better about yourself. And when you start bringing area into it and people are worrying, oh, yeah, but someone just opened up down the road from me. I have a client that drove to me from Hamilton, for those of you not near us, that's an hour and a half drive, every fortnight for like three or four years because they couldn't find who they wanted in their town. My area mom, means yeah. nothing. My mum used to drive from Cambridge to the North Shore until she could find a hairdresser that would do her hair as well as they did up here. Yeah, area doesn't mean anything. Like when someone opens up next door, that means nothing because I've got clients that drive past. Even even a client that lives 20 minutes away probably drives past 100 salons on the way. Like a, there would be easily 100 either commercial or home salons within two minutes of the motorway when someone's driving 20 minutes to get to me. Yeah, Burn Dre has said um, she ha we have like 10 nail artists in our town and 17 hairdressers. <laughs> <laughs> so you've definitely got in, um, in different towns, you've definitely got less people and more people. But, you know, focus on what you can offer people rather than how you can be better than another person at the same thing yeah there's no point it's just it's exhausting like what i can offer different is i'm going to be doing it out at my house so all the people that would be coming from that area driving into town for 10 minutes are actually now going to be able to stay where they are and i'm by a school so i've you know got monopoly on those people that are wanting to you know, maybe turn up early for school pickup. Oh, I'll pop into Jess's and get a gel polish. Like, yeah. like those are the things that will work for me. Just you don't need to think about the other people. You don't need the other people's clients to make you feel better about yourself. Yeah, no. You just, and that ties yeah. in really well with the next little bit, which is um, how can we create our own competition-free zone? So how can all of you who are listening start embracing the competition-free zone? And I completely understand that this might be baby steps because it is a bit scary. And we're never encouraging you to, like there are still people that have a negative impact on my life that I'm still going to detox from my life because it doesn't help me. We're not saying that you should go out there and like 
hug someone who's made your life difficult. It's just go out and be kind to people as a start and see where it gets you. But what Jesse was just saying about being different, that's the, I think the biggest thing about embracing the competition free zone, aside from be nice to people, you know, what we've talked about already is instead of trying to be better than everyone else, try and be different yeah. because no one, you're never going to be better than everyone in every single way. Like we talked about McDonald's versus Burger King earlier. One of them will be better than the other in speed and or convenience and or flavor. But like, for example, for me going from home, um, if I'm driving home from work, McDonald's is closer, but Burger King tastes better. Yeah. So you're never going to be better than someone in, in every single way. So just stop trying. It's exhausting. If Burger King had given up, because I'm pretty sure they came in after McDonald's, right? I think so. Like, I choose Burger King quite a lot over McDonald's, but that doesn't mean McDonald's is ever going out of business because I decide I like Burger King better. Yeah, yeah. Like, my kids always choose McDonald's over Burger King, and, of course, I always have to oblige because I'm the it's mother. Easier. <laughs> yeah. And it's easier. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's be real. It's easier. Yeah, um... Yeah, like there's room for everyone. I think that's my message yeah. I wanted to put up. I there. think if you're going to try and quote unquote compete with someone, look them up and then work out how to be different. And the only thing, like this is a bit cliche and we found it in a in a little quote thing before, but the only person you should be trying to be better than is who you were yesterday. Yeah. Um and that I mean that's the only way to do it is to to be considering what you did yesterday, how it went, instead of beating yourself up about it, because I know we're all we're all male techs and a lot of us are, are girls and that's what we do is we beat ourselves up about things that have gone even sometimes just not quite perfect, not even wrong. But consider the things that weren't perfect yesterday and focus on how you can make them better today and how you cannot repeat them. And then that means that you will just get better and better and better and better and better. Yeah, I like that. Focusing on improvement rather than being the best because there's there's actually like not many places in life that have room for you to be the best at something like yeah. there's only a few olympic gold medal winners there's only a few major successful entrepreneur billionaires like chances are you're not going to be the best at anything you do and so strive for improvement not to beat everybody else because yeah. trying to beat everybody else just gives you anxiety striving for improvement means okay yesterday I like today for example today I picked up a really big bead so tomorrow I'm going to pick up a smaller bead yeah just and focus that's okay on, yeah focus yeah. on bead size so that you improve by the end of tomorrow yeah yeah exactly yeah but in terms of other things that you can do to create, create your own competition-free zone. There are a few of us that use the competition-free zone hashtag. Like, it's not really a big deal, but it does at least help to, to show people that you're open to this idea of being kind to others and not worrying. I think commenting on other people's um, posts in a really positive way and making sure that you're being kind and, I don't know, it's hard because if someone's a bit suspicious, like if someone isn't, comfortable with the competition free zone yet then they can see it as you know why are you liking my posts why are you commenting why you, that sort of thing but 
I think if you start being kind to I've people. I've never thought that anybody would think that of me posting a comment. I've, I've just always been so happy to like shout people out and tell them how amazing they are. And I don't do it. Maybe people think I do do that. That's but but for me, it's just like, oh my goodness, that's amazing! You, you know should be so only, proud of yourself. Yeah. Like, do you know the only reason that I know of this though is because we've had so many students in the past that have come in and been like, "I need your advice," and I'm I say, "Yep. What what do you need help with?" So and so has been looking at my posts and liking them. Do you think she hates me? What? What? Oh, but I'm scared this now. <laughs> so regularly, and the reason they think like. There have been, it's not everybody, and we attract quite well-adjusted young ladies into our classes. I feel, yes. (laughs) But I've had it multiple times, and often they thought it was like a passive-aggressive thing, like so-and-so liked my post, do you think she wants me to know that she's looking? No, I think she just liked your post. Oh, yeah, I so hope people never think that of me. For me, any encouragement, I'm like getting emotional, any encouragement is 100% genuine. Yeah. Like, I love, I don't know, it makes me happy and it fills up my love tank to tell you how amazing. Like, like um, so there's a girl who trained with us at Monaco, but before Monaco I knew her, um, Zendre, if you're watching. Um, she sometimes watches the podcast. follow her, The Rustic Feather, on Instagram. So me and her were both um, in the same jamboree team um when we were both jamboree um consultants and i have genuinely gotten like kicks over watching how far zendra has come but she has nothing to do with me she doesn't work in the same area as me we didn't train together we don't do jamboree together anymore but it just makes me so happy to see like her confidence mainly how much her confidence has gone up and all the work that she's doing and to me like a gift that I can give her is to comment on her post like yeah. it doesn't do anything I think the more of us that like and me, comment the more it will be seen as a good thing yeah yeah I just think the easiest way to embrace the competition free zone is to start living it and hope that other people just fall in line with you yeah, because to me, competition-free zone is just like, it's like a subconscious thing. Like, I just don't, I don't want to, like, it's empowering. We're going to read out some quotes. Like, I'm happy to empower people because that makes me feel good and it makes you feel good and nobody loses anything. And being nice is just so much easier. It is. It's so, so much, much easier. easier. I reckon you guys should all go and follow, like search and follow a few nail accounts if you don't already of people that intimidate you. People that you think are like Unless amazing. Like, anxiety. That, no. <laughs> the whole point is to get rid of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Go, go and find some people that you think are absolutely amazing and start commenting on their work. And maybe find some newbies as well. You can see lots of newbies on our Instagram, Monaco Nail Academy, and start commenting on them and lifting them up as well. The more that we comment and and like and embrace each other. And and copying is a form of flattery. As long so as like, you credit them. As like, yeah, exactly. So we were talking about before, like, stealing photos. Like, don't steal people's photos, but do some of the work that they've been doing in another in, in different colours 
comment on the work that they've posted and say how amazing you think it is. I always say, this is so amazing, I'm going to try it. And then when I do try it, I post a photo and I say, um, go and look at this girl's work. I was inspired by this person. Like, how cool is this? Okay, but the other thing that you can do in the same vein, if you really love someone's work, and I know that a lot of our, well, a lot of the people we deal with are newbies, right? Because we teach new nail technicians so a lot of the people we deal with are newbies and as a newbie you are struggling for content yeah. for your social media right so if you're struggling for content go and find go on jesse's instagram shine nail design nz did i get that right yeah. and and find your favorite work she's ever done and then use that as your content but you credit so you say um today is is sharing saturday i don't know call it whatever you like I, but this That's is someone that I admire. You should go and follow Jesse. Tag her in. And I tell you what, no one in their right mind is going to complain that you shared their work and completely credited them and encouraged people to go and like their salon. Yeah. But that's no. such a good way to embrace the competition free zone and show people that you are backing them. And yeah, or, you get content when you don't have enough. So you've got content, but also um, – it's showing your clients that you are actively engaged in professional development. Yeah. So, like, you're looking at other people's um, work who you think is amazing and you are trying to improve yourself by not copying their work but imitating their work because you love it. And then they see that you're always trying to improve yourself and you're actually a nail tech who loves their job and is looking at other accounts because you think nails are so amazingly cool. Yes. Who wouldn't want to go to someone like that? Yeah, it's easy. It's easier than we think. So Penny shared with me some um, cool memes, and I quite like this one that says, girls compete and women empower. I like that one too. I just don't think that there is any point in not empowering someone. Like, yeah. nothing negative comes from it. Um my goal, another one, my goal is not to be better than anyone else, but to be better than I used to be. So Penny touched on that, how we're striving for improvement, not to be the we're best. We're improving against ourselves, not others. Um, this, this is my motto, <laughs> and I feel like this explains Monaco to me. When women support each other, incredible things happen. So if yeah, you're a okay. member of our Novices and Grads page, you'll see that there's a good vibe. Like nobody is, I mean, maybe some people have pulled back because they are competitive and they don't want to share this stuff. But most of us in there all are so kind to each other and really big each other up. We always post when people have passed assessments and everybody's so lovely. People we haven't even met before. Like most of us have only met like the six people that we trained with, but there are like 250 women in there and we're all helping each other. A, a girl today just offered up some work because she's going to be having some surgery. So she said, who's near to me that wants this job? Like, and we've, great. we've done like dinners and stuff out at restaurants where people have gone up and like, I'll use you as an example, like someone will walk up to Jesse and be like, oh, my God, Jesse, I'm so-and-so. And they've just only yeah. chatted online, but they're, like, excited to meet each other because they made they helped each other. It's so nice. Yeah. And then and then I, I just love meeting people. We should do another one of New those. New girlfriends. So. Yeah, that's on my um, to-do list. <laughs> Set up a nail play date. Um, 
but I want you to explain this one, this next one. Because she competes with no one, no one can compete with her. Why do you want me to explain it? Um, why can nobody compete with someone? Like, there might be someone that... Because if you're not intimidated by anyone else, no one can F with you. Okay. Like... So people might feel like they need to compete with me, but nobody will have notice. an effect. Yeah. Okay. You That's can't... Cool. If, if you don't notice, then... No, I mean it's kind of the it's the um, the epitome of what happened with me and Leah, except that I had to physically do it to get that. But yeah. because I wasn't competing with her, and no one could compete with me because I had a clear path. I knew where I was going. I knew how to get there, and I wasn't distracted by any other BS. And then obviously now it's just a mindset, not a physical thing I have to do. Yeah, it's like when you go like team building for professional development when you go together with a team um you learn to work together to all get to the top yes like that national women's day meme where like one woman is helping another woman on top of the other woman and then that woman in turn is dragging the woman behind her up to be the next person and everybody's just getting up and up and up and i really like that like we like here me versus you because we're different yet we're both beautiful forces of nature who don't need to tear each other down to feel empowered you what what good is going to come from tearing somebody down but what good is going to come from empowering someone you all get to the top together you all get to see the view together and get to the top together there's room for everybody so the there. one that jesse just read out the um it's two pictures of it's it's pictures of flowers. The one that says because we're different yet we're both beautiful forces of nature who don't need to tear each other down to feel empowered. And the whole idea is it's showing these two beautiful pictures of of plants that um, are both completely they're both different. Pretty. Okay, so I've and just, can grow together. Yes, I've just posted that on our Instagram, so Monaco Nail Academy, and um, jump onto it and. Tag in below. Tag yourself in below so that we can all like each other and start embracing the competition-free zone straight away. So yeah. you'll find it. It's the one I just posted it a second ago, um, Monaco Nail Academy on Instagram. And and go and tag below and say that you listened. And and even if you're not a nail tech, go and tag because I know I know that Bent is <laughs> listening. <laughs> it's Munich. Um, oh, okay. I know that... Um, I know that he's listening. He doesn't have a nail page. Go tag. I, like, Go tag everything. I follow so many people. I've said this in podcasts before. I follow some social media people that I'm not interested in, like, their – like, I follow – um this lady called my kids lick the bowl i'm not interested oh, in yeah, nutrition like, before, yeah. like but i love her as a person and i like her stories and i like who she is and how she's so lovely and she's definitely competition free zone and it's cool <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so we should wrap this up now so um jesse where can people find you on facebook and instagram they can find me at shine now design nz um and what have you got coming up this week um i am renting a cabin that's exciting i know that's big i'm really scared yeah i was gonna say are you terrified yeah my kids aren't here for the next 48 hours which is like highly unusual for me and um i said Tayden, i was just like i've just got to do it like he's some he's quite a conservative person when it comes to money and risk and so i'm i've sort of misunderstood it as you don't believe in me 
but he does. I just need to like push myself. So I'm pushing myself and I've done all the research. I just need to call them up and say, yep, it's a go. Yes. So you're going to do that tomorrow and report back? maybe <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> i hope so yeah i've done all the measurements everything i'm just so like you know what i was like taking this job for goodness sake yeah, it took me like it took months seven years <laughs> took me like months to like weigh up all the pros and cons just take the risk man like it's yeah. okay if it all falls apart but it won't hopefully. you haven't died yet it's fine penny um, hasn't killed me yet where can we find you, Penny? I am on Facebook and Instagram, Penny Lawler Nail Artist. Boring, simple. And check out Monaco Nail Academy. Yes, and if you want to do some nail tech training or we do offer online training for um, beauty industry business, then you can find us monaco.ac.nz. Monaco, like the country, but not in the country but not the country um, and do we have a plan for next week's podcast yet or we're still working on that uh we're still working on that we always love to hear your ideas we want to give you content that you actually want to hear so if there's anything that strikes a chord in any of your podcasts like you've all been putting in um comments today say oh can you do a podcast on that please and we will make a note yeah tell us what you're worried about tell us what you're struggling with tell us where you're at in your business and that'll give us ideas for next time yeah okay so before you disappear we'd love you to go and like our pages like penny said or follow this podcast so that you can um see us next week again we also post it onto google and onto google playlists yeah spotify heaps spotify. of places um and we just don't want you to miss the next one really that's yeah. all so um, the next one we'll record just after 5 p.m. next Monday live on facebook.com slash Monaco Nail Academy and then posting the next um, morning probably to everywhere else that we just mentioned. Until then, have a great week and we'll see you guys next time. See you. Bye. Thanks. Bye.